and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel, and this is a show where I get to talk to people in sports and business and everything that happens in between. Today, my incredible guest, I have Rhonda Bird. She is at the underscore sports girl on Instagram and has over 10,000 followers. She is also content development at Good Sport. Rhonda, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Michael? It is a good day to be alive, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Day by day. <laughs> exactly right. I'd rather, what's the uh, cliche, rather be six feet above than six feet below. We know all how that stuff goes. But Rhonda, I'm very excited to get to talk to you. You've built an Instagram following uh, through blood, sweat, and tears, as I've heard. And I'm very excited to get to talk about that. But the first question I have for everybody on the For the Love of Sports podcast is, Rhonda, why do you love sports so much? Good question. Well, you know what? I grew up in Oklahoma, born and raised, boomer sooner, baby. Boomer, baby. Boomer, baby. I mean, it's a religion down there. You can't grow up in Oklahoma and not love the Sooners. It's it's almost impossible. I mean, we have the Oklahoma State Cowboys, and there are yeah, there right. fans. But, but, like, on weekends, Saturdays, that was college football day, and it was Oklahoma. And it's almost like the whole city is just, like, in a good mood or a bad mood. It's like if we lose, everyone's angry, and it's crazy, and the Sooners are always expected to be number one. And if we lose one game, it's like you hear everyone, but the season's over. The season's over. I mean, we lost the game. We're not winning the national championship. It was always, you know, that. So, and I mean, I hate to show my age a little bit, but I did grow up with um, my brother and my father. And really, my dad, like, taught me to read the sports page. You know, those little box scores? Mm -hmm. Baseball was my first love. And I swear, I, as a, like, 10, 11-year-old girl, I don't know, I found it fast. I used to just... I'll read like who's got the most homers, who's who, what what pitchers got what ERA, and I just I don't know. It was my brother. He's he really is obsessed with sports, and I think growing up with him, my father, Oklahoma Sooners, just always love sports. It just kind of wrapped itself together, and it's always interesting, and that's one of the biggest reasons. So I do not have a team in college football. I uh, used used to be a Penn State fan. Decided not to be a Penn State fan anymore. I guess you you know we can kind of make inferences there. Um, I went to Rutgers, so there's really no. I mean, birthplace of college football. I'll let everybody know that, but really not too much to root for the last few years or really ever. But it's just so incredible. I love college football so much, and this year obviously is going to be very disappointing. We're not going to have the Big Ten. We're not going to have the Pac-12. But let's be honest, outside of Ohio State. It's really the only team we're going to be missing too much. But what what is that like? I mean, obviously, you grew up with it, so you don't know anything different. But what is it like to see an entire town now that you've moved around the country a little bit? You've lived in other places. What is it like seeing an actual entire town really rally up against something? Because up here in the Northeast, right, I'm in New Jersey. So we have the Giants. We have the Jets. We have the Eagles, unfortunately. I mean, in terms of baseball, we have the Mets. We have the Yankees. We have, unfortunately, the Phillies, right? You have all these teams in this specific area that, Throughout this entire state, you're going to see all of it. What's it like being in one place where it is so, so visceral and and so energetic about just one specific team? And as you said, they lose one game. The entire year has just gone to crap. And they're hardcore fans. It's, 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 I mean, it's weird. Okay, so I live in the Northeast now, too everybody so I, I no longer live in Oklahoma but my family's still there so I go twice a year my brother took me to a thunder game a couple years ago it's like electric you know the Oklahoma City Thunder by the way so you you look at Oklahoma football that was my whole life growing up and then when we got the thunder 
it, it was electric for our little city. Our city has grown single-handedly because of this team, and everybody loves the Thunder. It's like now the the new, you know, Sooners always, and then there's the Thunder. So the Thunder are, we're, and we, as you know, when we first started, we had like all the top superstars from Kevin Durant, James Harden, you know, Paul, you know all of them, Serge Ibaka. We had we had all of them, and we let them all go. But it's, it's good. We're doing better in the playoffs than I ever thought we were. I know, I know, I know that crazy shot by CP3. Did you watch that? I did. That was crazy. Love it. I, I love like, it. I couldn't watch. My kids were like, "Mom," I was like, "I can't. I just, I can't. I literally couldn't watch because I just wanted them to win one game if we lose." So um, now that I live in the Northeast, like you were saying, it, it's like my kids are playing football now and they're playing tackle. So I have a seven-year-old. He just turned eight, and he's playing tackle for his first year. If it happens, mm. yep, yeah. My- Yep, my other one, he's also playing tackle. And, um, you know, some of the parents get so crazy. And I'm like, you guys, you know, take it easy. <laughs> these, these kids are not going to the NFL, okay? We have maybe one Northeastern, Steve Young, who's from Greenwich, that went to the NFL. I, where I live in Connecticut, I don't even know if there's anyone else. Um, but. Yeah, out of Connecticut, I don't know. New Jersey's had some pretty good talent yeah. come out of it. We're 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 pretty densely populated here. We have some pretty cool spots. Um, but yeah, the Northeast, it's just never it's it's just so interesting. It's such it's especially, you know, it's it's funny, you know, you telling all these Northeast parents to calm down and you're coming from Oklahoma. It's like, guys, like, come on now. Let's take a second here. Like, let's be honest. I, I know what real football is like, but well, it's just always in Oklahoma, I'm like, this is where we grow football players. Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, they're like growing them. And in the Northeast, this is where we own football teams. <laughs> so I'm like, this is where the rich people own all the teams. And this is the South is where they grow all the players, right? It's, it's so, I mean, it's so true, right? I mean, there's just all these teams. Like, it's, I've always noticed that the Northeast has been much more pro centric. I have friends that live out in the Midwest where it's, you know, all college all the time i have a buddy that lives out in nebraska and that's all it is i have a friend whose parents uh went his father my good friend shout out chris jones he his dad if i'm not mistaken went to oklahoma so he lived in you know st louis and and now he's up here in new jersey and that's you know on saturdays he's boomer sooner baby boomer sooner that's he's sitting down and he's watching so i have to ask with the um Sooners have been incredible these last few years. I'm always rooting for them. I loved Baker. I loved Kyler. I'm excited. We're always looking. I'll, we can come to our side. Well, I'll, I'll keep watching. I'm a huge Big 12 fan, so I'm very excited that the Big 12 is happening. I'm excited to see what Spencer Rattler does. Yeah. But but yeah. what uh, being on the inside, being a little closer to it, these last few years with the college football playoff, it quite hasn't gone as expected or as hoped. What is the... What does the team feel? What is the state feeling? I mean, is it is it one of those you just can't get over that mountain or are we just going to keep climbing until we eventually get there? We're going to keep climbing until we eventually get there. Look, Bob Stoops was our last guy that won. Um, we should have won what? We could have won the national championship how many times in the last yeah. 18 years? It just hasn't gone our way. I mean, from Baker Mayfield, that championship game to, you know. This year is going to be interesting because this is the first year that Lincoln Riley really doesn't have a veteran quarterback a transfer quarterback. You know, Spencer Rattler is going to be the starter probably. And he was the number one recruit in the United States. He's, he's supposed to be unbelievable. He's going to be unbelievable, but he still has to gel with his wide receivers. And we lost a core group of our wide receivers with CD lamb. And so there's a lot of, you know, there's still, I think the big 12 is kind of open. Iowa state's really good. Uh, you know, they've got, um, Bruce Purdy, they're, they're Brock Purdy, they're Brock. who's unbelievable. He's going to give us a run for our money. 
So I think the Big 12 is a little wide open. I mean, of course, I think Oklahoma is going to win it. Win it all on the Big 12. But did you see the AP poll this morning? It came out. I saw it came out. I actually still haven't looked at it. What do, what do we? I saw the Big 10 and Pac-12 are still included, though. It's <laughs> weird, right? Nine teams from the from the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are included. And they're not even playing. <laughs> I was like, how important is the AP poll right now, people? Exactly. But, uh, yeah, Oklahoma was five. Clemson was one. Um, yeah, I don't, I, yeah, that was interesting. They said the second round of voting will only include the teams that are playing. So, we'll, you know. Yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty much just like baiting those poor kids and those poor schools. Just like, hey, you could have what could have been. I'm sure Ohio State was up there in the top five. Obviously, they're going to be dropping. I hate Ohio State. I, I I I love the home and home. I love when Baker planted the flag. I thought that was oh, so fantastic. I have to say, I mean, his 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 NFL career is not going the way that we all hoped, but um, I still love him. He's got he's got swag, and he really doesn't care what anyone thinks, obviously. And I love when he planted that flag. I watch that sometimes just to just to make myself happy. <laughs> like I just it's just, but yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, Kevin Stefanski there and the Browns can. They've got actually a good team on paper, but they just can't get it together. I think Kitchens just couldn't get it together for them. It's a organizational failure, I think, right? Like if you keep seeing, if you, you know, you keep seeing teams like the Browns always underachieving. I'm a very big Mets fan, always underachieving, always doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. And if it, if it's, if it's just keeps happening over and over again, you have to bring it all the way to the top because they keep changing GMs. They change coaches, they change players, but the same things keep happening wrong at the right time or the wrong time, however you want to say that. And it is, it is ridiculous, but obviously you are very well in the know about, it sounds like a lot about football, a lot about basketball, specifically a lot about college football. Where So obviously, big reason we came on, shout out to our good friend Ross, who who, who connected us. So I'm excited to get Ross to talk to you. Media. Ross yeah. is amazing. Ross is absolutely amazing. I hope he's watching now. If he's not, he'll listen to this later. But absolutely. you started an Instagram page and an Instagram blog a little while ago, right? So you, correct me on the year, but you started a little while ago. You've built it up to over 10,000 followers, which... You might say it's not very many, but then there's a lot of people like us out there that, you know, I have 250 or 400 or whatever that small, small number is. Where where did this idea come from? At what point were you like, you know what, I want to take post a bunch of pictures, post a bunch of news on the Internet, give some hot takes and and see who's interested in listening? You know, it's funny, like, honestly, I'm one of those people that lay in bed at night. I, and I'm a, I mean, listen, I'm I am a girl. And I, I would say I said to my boss once at Good Sport, Paul Bremer, I was like, I know a lot about sports for a girl. He's like, don't sell yourself short ever again. You know, a lot about sports, period. But, um, you know, it's still different when you're when you're out there on the gridiron and you're, you experienced it, which I didn't. But I love sports. And I do feel like I know a lot about them. And I would sit at night and just scroll, I scroll through and just watch highlights for like, I would waste hours on this. I'm not sure any other person I know was doing this. I'm like, I was, my first idea was to empower women to watch sports and to be a fan and to just little snippets of information that could maybe help out. Um, It it started off that way, but I did, a lot of my following is male-based because you know, there are a lot of male fans out there. There are a lot of female fans out there. Shout out to females. But, um, and I just really grinded it. I wanted my posts to be different. I always talk, you know, every time I post, I try to give a little, just a little something that's not out there. Even if it's like I posted the other day about um, Rick Nurse, uh, Nick Nurse getting coach of the year. And I was just kind of like, 
Nick Nurse, Coach of the Year. Here's his little profile. This is where he came from. Just a quick something else just besides the news, like a little extra background information, yeah. a little history. And I post a lot about sneakers, <laughs> the sneakers that are just coming out of the NBA because the sneaker world is huge. I mean, P.J. Tucker, I think he has 700 to 1,000 shoes or something in his closet. It's crazy. So I post a lot about I, – I, I kind of started this, this sports and fashion thing. I do a lot of my sports about, you know, are you feeling, you know, P.J. Tucker's fit? We do a lot of polls. And I just, I, I just really grinded it. I literally every day I spend – hours and people will be like will you help me with my instagram i'm like i don't even know if i have time it, it takes me six hours a day to answer my dms and i love my followers i if you dm me i will dm you back that is the truth and i do i spend hours on my dm and i get in conversations and it's, it's not just like hey thanks thanks for your follow it's like so who's your favorite sports a team and um so that was a big part of the grind and i and the engagement you know, looking at your fans' posts and then liking them and telling them great posts. And it takes a lot of time. you got to grind it out. If you're, you know, a famous person like LeBron, you just put up a, you put up an Instagram blog and 80 million people follow you. But if you're not, you have to work at it a little bit and you really have to grind it out. You also can put up really terrible looking jerseys for Space Jam 2 and people love it. I mean, I was, I am so excited for Space Jam 2 and those jerseys are hideous, absolutely hideous. So, I mean, I just watched Space Jam 1 at the beginning of the pandemic just to remember what sports felt like. But you you, you make a really, a couple of really good points that I'm excited to dive into a little bit. You, the, the first one, and shout out to Paul, because I think it's completely correct. Like the... What's the word I'm looking for? The qualification, the qualifier of, you know, I, I know a lot of for, for a woman in sports. It's like, no, you, you just know a lot about sports. How difficult is it to get over that hurdle? I mean, even if you were doing it subconsciously and just saying it, you know, hey, you know, this is like how how difficult is it for females in this space to really grow from a standpoint of great information, great news, great hot takes, not just, you know, just as you said, just kind of throwing stuff up there and seeing what happens. Like, how, why is it so difficult for females in the space to jump, get over that hurdle? What is it? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's been like that forever. It's, 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 I think when you see a woman in sports, she, you think she didn't play sports. How could she possibly know as much as a man who played, which is, it's a fair question. Um, men- I didn't play football. I like to think I know a lot about football, right? Like, I like I just think it's such a silly, like, I don't know. It's just frustrating from my standpoint because there's smart people like you out there that know a lot of information, but then there's dumb people on the internet that are like, oh, you're, you're just a girl. What do you know? It's like, well, how much football did you play, guy? Like, what are we doing? That's the thing that's tough, too. I mean, shout out to all women out there that have hot bodies that look great. I am the least judgmental person you will ever meet. I don't, whatever you want to do on your Instagram account, if you want to be in a bikini every day, I'm down. I don't, whatever works. Um, it, it does help if I was to put myself in a bikini, I'm sure, I'm sure I'd get a few more followers. So that's kind of what's happened on Instagram as well. And I, I, that's not what I do. I, I usually just post myself in t-shirts or whatever, but I, um, I think there's that, that side, beautiful women on Instagram that you just want to follow because they're beautiful. And I, I love it when people DM me. I've, I've actually had some women be like, Hey, thanks. You're the one sports uh, IG account I follow. Um, you, I feel like I'm in the know because of you. I think I just try to find different things. Like, like you were asking me about the world of no sports for four months. <sighs> How horrible was that? <laughs> Wasn't fun. Don't ever want to do that again. 
it's horrible. I actually was sad. I, you know, I even, even when I'm like, I am a mom. So when I was in there doing dishes or I'm sweeping, I like to have sports in the background. It just makes me feel better. And I couldn't even have, you know, I was getting tired of the 1998 world series. I don't know about <laughs> I was rewatching a lot of games. I, I one, oh my goodness. I'm oh, so wait, sorry. The one I had to watch that, you know, literally I'm getting chills right now thinking of it is the Boise State Oklahoma Fiesta Bowl from 2000. Oh. I know. That was hard. I did not watch that. But that game is so incredible. Like, I, I understand from your standpoint, you never want to rewatch that game. But like rewatching it, just sitting on my couch, me and my buddies, we set up, you know, a nice little Zoom call. We're drinking some beer. We throw on the full version of the game too, like the four hour long version. We're just sitting there BSing and rewatching that game. And it is my favorite college football game of all time. There's and nothing even comes close to it. I mean, the hook and ladder, the Statue of Liberty, the whole thing, Adrian Peterson doing his thing that entire, like that game, it was incredible, man. And I, I'm sorry that you had to be on the wrong side of it, but hopefully now it doesn't hurt as much, doesn't cut as deep, and you can rewatch it and just remember how just how incredible that game was. And for a team like Boise State to beat a team like Oklahoma, it's like Oklahoma. Whether you whether you're from Oklahoma or not, it's one of the most storied football programs in the history of college football. I mean, I think if you Google it, it's one or two in most Notre Dame, Clem, you know, Clemson, Ohio State, you know, LSU, all these storied Oklahoma, and they beat Oklahoma. So like. It's it's really it's truly like the David and Goliath story, which is, again, why that also adds on top of it for me personally. But I can understand we don't we don't need to talk about that too much. More. <laughs> one thing one thing that you did bring up that I also think is really interesting when when speaking about, you know, fans and fan engagement, as you said, it usually skews a little bit more male. I think that's just how it works most of the time. But in reality, there you know, I think one new study that just came out, especially during this restart period for baseball, the biggest jump that they've seen have been in kids and in females, which yeah. is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and that that kind of like I'm I don't know where that comes from. I don't know why that's happening or, or what it is. But have you seen anything like that through your page, through engaging with followers that for whatever reason, there's just more and more females that are just interested in these sports that maybe before they weren't? I do. And I think the the NFL has also has statistics on how many more female fans. I mean, the NFL is just fun. And I think a lot of women and girls, especially like me, who was a boy mom, you want to know the players and you want to talk and you want to hang out with your husband and you want to talk to your boys about it. You just kind of want to know what's going on, too, because they're so obsessed with it. So it's kind of like, you know, so I think there is a big jump in female fans. I think what we do at Good Sport um, that's the, uh, the sports media company. It's www.goodsport.me. And we are focused more on um, increasing the visibility of women and girls in sports, trying to get girls out there to play, to be on, you know, it, they, there's a very big correlation between success and young girls who do sports. I mean, they say they, they feel better about themselves. They're more successful in the workforce. They, they have more of a camaraderie, like a, just kind of a team spirit. Thought. I mean, there are so many positives to young girls playing sports. So I think our mission is more like, let's get these girls out playing. And these women like Diana Tarazi, you know, Sabrina Ionescu, they're really great role models for young girls. They, they're great. It's, that's who you want your child. Your, and, and Kobe Bryant, we can go into that, but he really helped you know, kind of, yeah, he, I mean, he was huge for the WNBA. I mean him, you know, obviously it was just his birthday yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, as of recording. So super, super sad, obviously. And yeah, what he was, today is eight 24. It's yep. 24. So I think the Laker game tonight, it's 
gonna be a big Kobe tribute. Both I, I'm I was gonna watch it anyway, but this is just more reason to, of course. But um, it's it's incredible what he was able to do for the WNBA specifically. I mean, he he knew the weight that he carried, right? He knew if he showed up courtside at a WNBA game people would take notice. And I think that's the most important part, understanding your influence as a person, um, as as a character, and really being able to utilize that for good like he did, which I think is just absolutely fantastic and, and how he was able to do that. But moving back to the uh, NFL for a second, which I'm excited to talk more about, the NFL has seen a huge jump in female fans. And in my opinion, I've seen it a lot too because of fantasy football. We oh. have a couples league is what we call it. And it's it's, um, it's six different couples and we're all in it. There's a girls division and there's a boys division and we play, you know, whoever the championship game is always, you know, uh, one of the females versus one of the males. And I mean, my girlfriend a couple years ago, fiance actually were getting married in like 13 days. So we'll see how that goes. Thank you. I appreciate You're it. Um, but she, I mean, her specifically, like she was a Giants fan. She liked Victor Cruz because he danced. It was kind of cute. But now... I could sit down and have a legitimate conversation about it. Like, how do you feel about Josh Jacobs in the second round? She's like, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of like him, but I'm not too kind of keen on Austin Eckler too. I was just like, when did this happen? Like, this is incredible, but it's her third or fourth year playing, playing fantasy. Like I stopped helping her after the first two years. I was like, now nah, you got to start doing this on your own. And it's just, it is incredible how much fantasy sports and, and we'll, I'll see about sports betting too. I mean, that skews significantly more male, but I'm really like, have you seen any of that as well with fantasy sports and just people asking your advice and, and what you think about certain players? Yeah. I mean, fantasy is huge and it's funny you do it with your girlfriend. I do it with my boys and we haven't done our NFL draft yet. Um, but I do it with my eight year old. It is crazy. You, you're talking about, sorry, I know you were talking about women, but like I'm a woman and I, I, I mean, I know about sports, but like just what you learn in the play, like the players that you learn about in fantasy. And I, it's a really um, for all moms out there, it is such a like fun thing to do with your child. And it's so easy. You can like download these apps now. You don't, you don't even really have to do it for money. If you just want to do it with your son and then you learn more about sports or you do it with your husband or your boy and it's fun. You look at your fantasy app. You're like, let's see how we're doing. Do we win? I mean, it's just like it, it brings excitement to to so much of it. And, and these young kids also, if you have young boys like I do, being a mom. They play Madden. Madden 21 just came out. And that's the other thing as a mom. You can hear them downstairs talking about these players. And you're like, well, how, how did, you know, they know like the fifth wide receiver. They're like, it's like, how do, who is that? <laughs> like, I don't even know who it is. It's crazy. I don't know if you play Madden, but that's a whole nother. I had to stop. I had to stop playing video games. I played way too many video games when I was growing up. And I realized like the only way it's like cookies. Like if I don't buy cookies, I can't eat them. So if I don't buy video games, I just can't play them. And I kind of had to do that. My sons because all this pandemic is a nightmare for 12 year olds. Any mom listening that has a 12 year old boy can tell you the Fortnite situation. This is not sports related. It's yeah, it's I would like to throw that Xbox in the river sometimes. <laughs> I can't get them off. It's bad, you know. Maybe um, the Red River shootout. Maybe could you, throw, could you throw it in the Red River shootout? I mean, that would be interesting. I'd watch that game. Oh, uh, and by the way, I was a gamer growing up. I love playing sports games with my son, so I get it. But these games now are so much more interactive, and they sit and talk to their friends. And it's a whole thing, and it can last for ten hours. They can just sit there and play. But anyway, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. And you know what's interesting? Something that's interesting to touch on. I back to my Instagram account. It, which, by the way, the underscore sports girl, the underscore sports girl. 
follow me. But um, I love faithful fans. Like I like I, I don't care if you are a mom or a dad or a kid, whoever you are, female, male. I love people that love their their fans. I always say that to my fans on DM. Like I'll have I grew up with the Dallas Cowboys. Now I did. I could talk about that for hours. That's kind of another semi-religious football team in Oklahoma. Because we didn't have an NFL team. So you steal from other states. You know how that works. And um, like an Eagles fan will DM me. And I'm like, dude, it's cool. Like, I love faithful fans. Like, I've been an Eagles fan my whole life. And like, I'm like, great. That's awesome. You know, I love people that are faithful fans. Because back to this Madden, a lot of these kids today, they kind of follow players. So it's like, you know, my son did love Baker Mayfield because you know, I'm raising him in Oklahoma. So he was like, and he went to the Browns and my kid never loved the Browns. He was like, I, I think I'm going to root for the Browns because I'm rooting for bigger. You know, these kids kind of follow these players around sometimes where when I was growing up, I don't know about you, you just kind of stick to your one team, like the Mets or the Knicks, whether they suck or they're good. You're like, I'm. this is my team and, and this is how it is. And so a faithful fan to me is awesome. And I, I dig it. So and and it's it is really interesting. You bring up a great point there. It's um with the internet and social media, it is becoming more player driven. And I'm totally for that. Like I want the players to make as much possible money. The, the people that are side are on the 30 billionaire owners never makes sense to me. I don't want to have that conversation, but I want the players to make as much money as they can. I, their their lifespan short, yada yada yada. But with social media, I mean it just as a specific example to me, you know, I grew up I grew up a Mets fan, I grew up a Giants fan. Always will be, always forever. But fantasy football and social media have really started to yeah. like. I'm always, I've always also been like a Cleveland Browns fan, right? Like, I'm not going to go out and buy their gear, but like, hey. of course, I want the loser team, like the, the, like, you know, the team that always gets beat up. I want them to win. Like, it's yeah. kind of a nice story. The Bills always love when the Bills win. Like, it's so much fun. But yeah, more times in the Super Bowls. One of them was to the Giants. One of them was to the Cowboys. One of them was to the Redskins, but not to the Eagles. Was <laughs> more than once. Oh, that's true. Oof, poor Bills. Poor Bills fans. But it's just, it's just. The Cowboys were good. Back to the. It starts at the top. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah, that's yeah. That's a, nice. We'll circle. Look at. See, I told you we got this. Full circle. We get this. But. Not Jerry Jones, but that's that really is another conversation in itself. But anyway. Yeah. That one really is. But it's just so interesting to me. And, and you bring it up just the fact that, you know, I, again, so I grew up Giants fan. So I loved Odell. But then you see when he gets traded, how many people still then go follow him to the Browns. Really? And it's just really cool. And I guess from your standpoint, you know, as you said, you have Eagles fans. Really sorry to hear that are messaging you. Just don't answer him. First off, I'm I'm from right outside Philly. Just don't answer him. My hands. That's the thing. I'm like, all right. Answer you, but no, it's like unless it's something, yeah. It, but yeah, it's yeah. There's just Eagles fans. Uh, and how how do you see the I'm like? Bird side. So I'm I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna see if he plays. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch him a little bit now. That's true. Maybe <laughs> grab him in your fantasy league like four rounds too early or, or five rounds too early, like the Eagles did. But in terms of seeing uh, that engagement, so you've been how long have you had this Instagram page? Uh, maybe almost two years or maybe a year to look at my start date a okay. year or more oh my god i should what, what have you seen especially over those couple years with the changes especially in terms of people and kids especially following players and with fantasy football following players rather than teams because the nba is players driven like, i don't care yeah. what team lebron is on i'm rooting for lebron like i don't care totally team, 
So what have you seen and, and how have you started to engage followers more in that sense to really, again, just keep that engagement coming and continuing to, uh, to build your followers? That's what I mean. Like we, I was going to post, it's funny. Anytime I post something really meaty, like, like I remember last year, I had a whole post on the baseballs. Are they juiced? And here's how the baseballs get juiced. They, you know, they fix the core of the baseball. You know, I was just, I was just kind of explaining this juice theory and like that just wasn't a popular post. <laughs> <laughs> if you put up Bryce Harper and his hair, like people are like, you know, they love players. Or if you put up, you know, Luca or LeBron or Spider Mitchell, like people will, it's so much more engaging. So if I was to talk about that post now and I did a baseball juice one, I would probably put a popular player up and then talk about it. Cause like people do follow players. They like to look at players. They like to see what they're doing. I will tell you just back to the OBJ thing. It's really interesting. You know, he, the three-finger catch, the famous three-finger catch. Well, it's a, it's a, it's an NFL card. My son has two of them. And I will tell you that for the little, little kids, that's why he's famous. That catch. And they know it. And it's like a verb. Like, I throw the football to my kids outside regularly. <laughs> and I have a decent throw. And they get mad at me if it's not right in the breadbasket. I'm like, I am not a quarterback, people. <laughs> I'm doing my best, but like my kid will, you know, I remember the other, he caught it. Like, he's like, did you see that? I just OBJ'd it. And I'm like, it's like a total verb now because of the three finger catch. And he really hasn't even done anything spectacular since he left the Giants. But like, he's even, just kind of so popular for that. And even on the Giants, honestly, I loved watching him play because dude's incredible. Don't get me wrong. But outside of the one playoff game he went to where he didn't show up, uh yeah he really did he had that catch and that is what made him as fan now granted you throw the guy enough four yard slants in a game he's going to take him to the house eventually but it is just crazy how you know it, it especially with the younger generation how quickly again with that social media opportunities it just it's snapped now as you said it's a verb and then he had that you know dance that he used to do and everything and I remember I was at a wedding and there was like three kids and they all just kept doing that same thing. I was like, what are we doing here, guys? It has changed it all. Like House of Highlights, Bleach Report, for me, like that's what I sit and watch. And I mean, you know, even if they do the highlight reels of Cam Newton, my little guy loves Cam Newton. And it's like the, you know, super Cam. I mean, they have these little things that kids love. And my kid loves Cam, poor Cam. The uh, Panthers did him dirty. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> I was, they should have let him go earlier. But he's, you know, my little one will probably kind of follow the Patriots a little, even though we hate the Patriots. But I think he wants to see if Cam's going to do well. And he just always loved Cam. He's, I think Cam, OBJ, those kind of players kids love. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the dances, the catches, the the, the white hair that the OBJ had. They just love all that. That's what they're attracted to. And they follow them around the league. Yep. Follow them around the league, follow them on all their social media platforms, see what they're doing. It, it's impressive, uh, you know, again, what it's been able to be like and, and going back to social media. So there's obviously a bunch of different sides to it. It's, it's all the hours you spend engaging. It's all the time you spend curating the content and creating the posts and then doing the research, as you said, you know, when, what works and what doesn't, I guess what over time, like how have you, how has your style changed? What have you started to do differently again, to just continue to boost the popularity of your account over the last couple of years? I think catchy titles are huge. What I found out is in the beginning, I really was like curating. Like, I mean, I just got my thousandth post today, which had to do with you. <laughs> so, Thank you. I was, like, 
I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I have posted 1,000 times. I really have had no life. I mean, people think like this This has taken me so much time. And I'm, I, I really love when people DM me and say, I love your content. because. But I'm finding out that it is tough because you got to have a catchy title or, you know, use a, use a platform like Canva and put it inside the picture because a lot of people don't scroll down. So then I'm like, I'm sitting here like writing a novel and I don't even know if people are watching or listening. You know, you don't know. They usually get the first couple lines, I think. Some people will read the rest. Um, so I think I'm crafting my posts a little bit differently now, just kind of trying to put the meat maybe inside the picture because then Bleacher does that a lot. House of Highlights does that a lot um, because people are quick. You know, they're just kind of, that's what I do even. I'm, I'm, I'm the worst. I mean, I'm just like, I'm scrolling through. I'm trying to find the quick titles and what's happened, and I'll go to Bleacher. Bleacher and House of Highlights always have good, you know, those good thirty-second video clips from the games. But because and that that was going to be my next question uh, of the accounts, like where do you like? Obviously, you do your own research. You can see your own in your engagement. You can see all that stuff through through the uh, the Instagram account. But where do you look for for inspiration? So it sounds like you go to a lot of Bleacher Report, a lot of House of Highlights. Is there anywhere else that you're really kind of? checking out, seeing like, okay, that did really well over there. How can I put my own spin on it and make it my own? That's what I do, by the way. That, I mean, if it's something big, I try to give a different piece of information. And by the way, that is not easy because there's 80 million sports accounts on IG. So um, I go everywhere. I'm not kidding you. When I craft a post, I'm always, I have like 10 windows up and I really feel like I'm partly an editor. I like, I'm just trying to edit 10 articles into one post and be like, this is what you missed. And um, I do that a lot, but I go to like Bleach Report does have Bleach Report Gridiron. They have Bleach Report, they even have, and House of Violets has Highlight Her, which is another they, that, that's dedicated to women in sports. Um, all sports, I have so many accounts. I follow the sports accounts. God, I do, I'm off the cuff. I can't even think of all of them. I mean, ESPN, I mean, they all have it all on their Instagram. It's immediately there. And those guys are all in the bubble. So they've got first access. I want to be in the bubble. You say that. I don't, I don't know. Being in a bubble for three months only just sounds like so much fun. But I, I guess how with with media, sports media, especially if you're not first, there's really no point in doing it. Right. So like how if, if things are happening and, you know, you're sitting at the dinner table with your kids, like how quickly will you try and wrap something up to really start to create these posts to get it out there as soon as possible? Quickly. Like if I'm watching a game, a lot of times I will post during the game or I'll, um, I do find out my fans like live post more and more videos. I need to do more videos. But like. I'll post something quickly if I can. And sometimes you just can't. So the next day, that's why I try to put an extra spin on it because a lot of people have already heard it. Um, and you just kind of have to give some little new snippet of information that nobody has yet, which is not easy, by the way. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, it's, it's work. You're, you're doing something right. Exactly. You are doing yeah. something I right. I love it too. Like it's so bad. I love it. I can sit... I probably could sit and write posts all day long. That's sad. And like just write sports posts. But I'm like, I have a life. I need to go to work. I have to raise my children. I can't sit here 24 hours a day. But I do spend, I'm, I'm scared to look at my hours on what I spend on Instagram. Yeah, on your uh, on your phone. Yeah, I limit my usage uh, on Instagram. And we just had a quick question from a good friend of mine, Kennedy. Uh, what's your IG handle again? Could you just say that one more time? We're going to try and plug it as many times as we can. Absolutely. The underscore sports girl. Love it. Thanks, Kennedy. I appreciate you asking. I didn't want to, but the sports girl was actually taken a while ago. So, hmm. 
And I will be soon having Sports Girl merchandise, and that will be unveiled soon. It's a very cool logo that I've been working with a designer, and it's going to be really, it's going to be cool. And I'm hoping to get some women out there to buy it. Like, I'm a sports girl. I'm a fan, too. I want to be a fan. I want to get involved. I want to listen to sports. I want to be able to talk to my husband, do fantasy football with my boyfriend. That's what I would love. That's my, that was always a goal for me so well i promise you i'll buy at least one piece of clothing for my Yay! wife at the time because it sounds like it's going to be out in a couple weeks so i can start calling her my wife by then but I hope so. I, oh yeah oh yep, look nice. at that it's working wedding present got it ding got don't it. Have to do anything else anymore um so so in terms of in the middle of all this is it smaller or yeah yeah it's um yeah it kind of stinks but it is what it is. It's a pretty sweet get out of jail free card at this point. It's just like, oh, this didn't work. It's like, well, you know, we're kind of dealing with stuff in the world. So like if anything goes wrong, no one can blame us. It's actually I kind of like it this way. You know what? You can put that money that you're going to put into this wedding and you can kind of like you could buy your starter house or something. You know, you can do other things with that. That's probably the smart thing to do for people. But nobody, everybody wants their big wedding. It's, it's Yeah, it yeah. turns out it's actually more expensive to have a wedding in a backyard than it is uh, <laughs> to have a wedding in a venue. So we'll, we'll, we'll table that discussion for another time. Okay. maybe. Okay. But, uh, no, so so in terms of, you know, one thing that's always very interesting to me is and we've kind of touched upon it a couple different times is, is social media and essentially just the negative nature of it and how terrible it is. As you said, you, you get stupid DMs all the time. You get dumb comments from dumb people. Yep. How do you kind of filter that away and understand that there are so many thousands of people that love the things you do and love what you do? Because you hear it all the time from a lot of these personalities and, and you know, we, we can consider you one as well. You know, it's, well, you know, I'll, I'll see a hundred great comments and then I'll see that one negative And that's the one I focus on is why does that person not like, how do you kind of filter through that and make sure that you are paying attention to all the people that love you and the positivity that you're spreading and not those one or two, just dumb people saying dumb things. Cause they're angry at themselves. You know, I was raised in Oklahoma, as we've said 20 times and my mama taught me to be nice and I am, I, I think I'm too nice sometimes because I will get racist comments like you would not believe or like even comments like just homophobic and whatever it's out there. And I'm always like, you know, I'm sorry you feel that way. Or I, I, I just, I, this is, you know, that's your opinion or I'll say something like that. And then I just kind of don't answer that person again. Um, I will tell you, it's real scary. I was telling you earlier, I, some of these uh, sites like highlight her or um, there's the hoops talking. There's a bunch of just women's sports, GoodSport.me. Good sport. Our IG page is good sport today. So we post con daily content about women and sports and inspirational women, but you'll still get these really weird comments like from 1950, like stay in the kitchen. I'm like, really? I was like, this is, I mean, it's almost funny. You're like, do people really still think that? I like, I feel like that's really antiquated. Like it's weird, but there are a lot go it's it's weird I, I i didn't know this until i really started reading the comment section and even esbnw um and you'll read some of their comment section and you'll just be like yet you're taking the time to comment yep <laughs> like, you're still following you're taking the time to comment to increase the engagement so that more people see it but it's it's yeah. just a waste of your time a waste of my time i just don't understand it personally as you grew up being you know a good person my parents tried to do the same thing for me it's like why are you being mean to be mean like there's literally nothing that good can come out of this why are we bothering and then you're you're totally right some of that stuff is so antiquated like 
if you're going to be mean, at least be clever about it, right? Like, try a little bit. Like, I, I don't even get it, but I don't know. That is what like you said. You you told me you cook more than your fiance. Yeah. I was like, that was the worst one I saw. I'm like, dude, that is old. You need, yeah, you need to come up with new. Right. Like, I understand. Like, if you're going to be mean, at least try and be clever. At least try and be funny. Don't just be like boring and use something that's been used, as you said, since the 50s. But as you said, we're paying attention to the positives. We're paying attention to all the good people out there. How much? How much of that positive energy do you get? Like, how, how cool is it when you see something that really hits it and you get all these, you know, as you were saying, you get women that uh, DM you, you get you get guys that DM you. They're just like, thank you so much. Like, how cool is that aspect of running one of these bigger Instagram pages? It's awesome. I'm telling you, it makes my day. And I will tell that person, I'm like, I cannot tell you what that means to me today, right this minute. I, I appreciate it because I know and love sports and I, I want to spread it around. It, it just means the world to me. Like, I truly mean that. I'm not even... I have a lot of guys tell me, you, you seem like a really nice person. Like, thank you. I'm like, I, because I, I'm appreciative of you following me. There's so many sports accounts out there. So yeah, it's, it's awesome. That I is fantastic. And, and I love it. You know what? I wanted to say one last thing back to um, women in sports. It is like so different. I really do believe with women in sports today. And if you notice the, um, you know, the W, I mean, the NBA and the way they're, they're, like Devin Booker and they're in Russell Westbrook. They're all sporting the orange mm. WBA logo sweater. I mean, they're constantly shouting out to these women. I think they're kind of taking the place, Steph Curry of, of Kobe Bryant. And they're trying to, you know, look because Steph Curry has two girls and he's mm -hmm. really big into women in sports. And they're really trying to support the women. I think it's, it's pretty cool. I, uh, Chris Paul too of your Oklahoma City Thunders. He he had the you know he had the um the the awesome logo on it. I mean we've seen you know Brianna Stewart coming back from an injury. Thankfully she's been incredible. That girl. I mean I watched all the UConn games that she was in. I think she lost four games in her four years at UConn, which is just ridiculous how incredible she is. Sabrina, I can't say her last name. You you could say it for me. And you know INSQ, and she was really close to Kobe Bryant. I'm sure you know. So in their family, so mm -hmm. really. She has like a legion of fans. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, a lot from the NBA. LeBron has said she's his favorite player. It's a shame she got hurt. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think she twisted her ankle or something. It's super yeah. unfortunate. But it is so fun seeing all these women in sports. It's now starting to, because I mean, the, you know, I, you know, I have friends that are stupid and they're just like, well, the competition's not the same. It's like, that's true. Like, you can't really compare, you know, six, eight dude running, you know, out, but it's still fun. I still want to watch the best people at their sport play against each other. I don't care what it is. I watched the women's final four, um, women's college softball. I was so sad that that didn't happen this year. I watched all of those games, uh, the NCAA, like it's great. It's just the best competition playing the best competition. I don't care what the sport is. I want to watch it. That is awesome, Michael. I love hearing that. I, it is, you know what? All those guys that are commenting couldn't even bowl with any of those women. They would exactly be like, what like those girls could they could yeah you're right that's i hate when people make that comparison to men of course they're not as big that's that's not how the nature of a human being is you're a girl or a boy and boys by nature are a little bit taller and stronger sometimes not always but so yeah yeah, exactly. Biologically, there's nothing we can do, but that doesn't mean Sabrina isn't one of the most incredible basketball players you'll watch. She just schools everybody, drops a triple double every night. I want to watch that. I want to watch greatness. I don't care what the sport is or their gender. Like I just, I'm all for it. Um, and I, you know, I'm very big into the Olympics. Of course, no one makes those comparisons. Then we watch all of the sports. Then so it is what it is. But say it again. Those Olympic athletes are just made of steel, man. I, I don't even 
it's something. It's something. But I do want to hop over before we do end our discussion for a couple minutes. You know, obviously we brought up Good Sport a few times and you do work there. I think that's your other full-time job, if I may. Uh, you know, what you're doing over there. So tell us a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you do over at Good Sport. And you've touched upon it a little bit, but if you don't mind kind of diving into really what Good Sport is and what they do, I'd love to hear some more about it as well. Again, Good Sport is a company where we are trying to raise the visibility of women and girls in sports. I mean, that's really what it is. We curate, I curate content. I'm the content curator. And it's just about inspirational athletes, the the mainstream athletes of today, like Diana Taurasi, the WBA and Sabrina. Um, we write about her. We write about, you know, we just did an article on the League of Their Own and where those women came from. And we, um, the first, we, we interviewed Jen Welter, who is one of the first female football coaches. Now she, she was for the Panthers. Now she coaches for the Washington football team. <laughs> Sorry. I just, it's hard for me to say it. I still want to say the other, but yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Peace. But I'm like the Washington football team. Um, we just interviewed Leslie Visser, who was one of the fir- first women to do everything. She's the first broadcaster, the first woman to um, be on the sideline of the Super Bowl, first woman to carry the torch in the Olympics. So we just try to write inspirational stories on women and young girls and get young girls out there to play, to engage to really to 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 enroll in a sport when they're young that's that's what we're trying to do a good sport so yeah and i think it's incredible and in case that name does sound familiar you already brought up paul bremer as well i had i had the opportunity to have a conversation with him of course thank you to our good friend ross for scheduling that one as well or, or getting that yes appreciate you ross and it was it was just so interesting to see you know where he came from and how he did it and now bringing on people like yourself to that team so that you all share the same interests right because there's so many good things that come from people when they play sports at a young age, there's so much you can learn. There's obviously the, the physical aspect of it, but the dealing with, um, you know, adversity, the, the failure, losing, like dealing teammates, you know, discipline, time management. There's so much good stuff that comes with it. It's silly to think that there isn't enough opportunities for women in sports or, or really, especially from a young age. It's, it's awesome that you guys have been able to go and, and curate enough of this content to really start that movement or, or, or stoke the movement even more to make that fire burnt. So more and more girls get out there because you know what that's going to do? It's going to, we're going to find more Sabrina's. We're going to find more Brianna Stewart's. And then the, the sports are just going to get better and more people. They're not going to, they're going to stop making, I mean, people are going to make dumb comments as you've seen, but the competition is going to get better and we're just going to enjoy it all more. So I just want to say thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you. It's goodsport.me. That's our site. So and- check it out. And you, so you do interviews over there. You, it sounds like you curate a lot of the content. I'm assuming you run their Instagram page. I mean, if you don't, what are we doing? Right. <laughs> I do help with that. You know, what's crazy again. It's so, I know it sounds crazy. I, again, I've had a lot of friends ask me if I can help help with their Instagram page. It's I, I don't know if I have the time. It, it really, again, if you want to grow on Instagram, you have to engage. I don't really know any other way unless you're just like a Kardashian. Like I said, and you just start a page and you get a hundred million followers. <laughs> yeah. I think less people, more, more people are going to be in your boat where they're going to have to grind than, uh, than the Kardashian. Yeah, you got you to work hard. You got to grind it out. Nothing in this lifetime is handed to you. I know that. Yeah. Fact. Absolutely. And you've done very, you've done a great job. So one last time, give us that Instagram handle. Uh, give it, give it like three more times. Just in a row. That way people hear it. My Instagram handle is the underscore sports girl. Okay. The underscore sports girl. 
Awesome. That will be in the show notes for everybody. Everyone watching on YouTube, please go subscribe so you get to hear more interesting content like this with Rhonda Bird, who's been absolutely incredible. So I appreciate your time. If you're listening on the podcast, go and subscribe there as well. Leave us a five-star review. That's always fun. But Rhonda, this has been absolutely fantastic. You told me 45 minutes was going to be long. I think we could talk for another 45 if you're interested. Oh, we could. I, see, I can sit and talk about this stuff all day long. It's it's sad. I, or it's, sad, it's sad, I guess. I mean, I sit around and talk to my boys about this all day. I don't, they're like, I, mom, other moms aren't like you. I'm like, I, well, they're get, we're going to get them that way. That's our goal here. So um, show them Oklahoma football. Anything's possible, right? Sooner, baby. Boomer Sooner, Rhonda Bird, uh, content development at Good Sport and at the underscore sports girl. Sports has an S at the end on Instagram, over 5,000 or 10,000 followers. So clearly, she's doing something right, Rhonda. Sports since girl. Sports. No. You said an S. No. Oh, S in sports, not sport yeah. girl. Sports girl. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's right. Sports girl. There you go. Got it. Thank you so much, Rhonda. I really appreciate your time today. And followers that came and watched me today. You guys rock. Thank you. <laughs>